0: Yes, the
1: boys. Yay! <laughs> Thank you! Yay! What's happening.
0: Yes, Joe!
1: It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having us. Finally! <laughs> love, love having you on. So, gonna ask me first question, get the, get the episode started. A bit of an icebreaker question. So, what is your go to chippy order?
2: Oh! 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 <laughs>
1: don't have chippies?
0: No, no. We don't have chippies. We eat the healthy. Sausage Just... supper,
1: chips, curry
2: sauce on the side. <laughs>
1: Come on, come on, not even like a one off now? No, of course we do. Of course yeah. we do.
2: Yeah, that is pre-match. That's his pre match. Chippy's his pre match.
1: What's your go to, Joe? Oh, I don't know. I have a bit of a mix. It depends where I'm eating, to be honest. But i probably mainly go for like a, probably chicken satay. I'm a big fan. Ooh, very really nice. It's a shout like. Love it. Very
2: nice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. So I'll go on to of uh, the main part. So you were both born and raised in in ve- very similar cities in Glasgow and Liverpool, respectively. So what schools did you attend, primary and secondary?
0: Um, primary school I went to Saint Vincent the Paul. That's right by my mars. it's like a two-minute walk. Um, it's a school that the family and all that went to. So you know, it was just, it was just. In us, you know, as a family. Um, secondary school, I spent the first year at one in Dingle, its name's now changed a lot now. Um, but then I spent the rest in uh, Rainhill, that's to do with the club. Um, yeah, that's me.
2: I went to primary in a school called St. Joseph's or St. Joe's, named after you, Joe <laughs> Simes. <laughs> and then uh, high school, secondary school, I went to St. Ninian's. So both of them were just close to, to where I was brought up. Um, so yeah, it was the easiest for me to get to and uh, yeah, it was good to be fair.
1: Yeah, so which, which city is better, Liverpool or Glasgow? I have to throw that one in there. Ooh.
0: Easier for a reason. Easier in our city for a reason. There's only one city. There's only one city.
2: <sighs> I, I, I like Liverpool, Joe. Got a lot of time for it. Glasgow's home though. Fair enough. <laughs> home. But Liverpool's the closest I've ever had to they been away from home, very settled I, I love Scotland, but I'm very settled in Liverpool, so I suppose that's saying something, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so yeah. so what, what are your first memories of playing for the team, whether it was a Saturday or a Sunday team or primary school, maybe?
0: I would say this my... It only
2: about four years ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mum would probably be me primary school lad. Um, just every day in the yard, I'd always just be playing and stuff. After um, all, the, the last was always a bunch of us, um, and it was just fun and fun and games. You know, it was always good to and to always win. You know, it was always competition between you and your mate and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was always fun. Um, as I said, yeah, it was competitive. But that's who I am now. Um, I love the game, but I'm competitive at the same time. Yeah. It's
2: the same. I think you just. You fall in love with football so early on and then all you want to do is just play it. Do you know what I mean? In school, at weekends, playing for, playing with your mates, playing with, you know, little teams and stuff like that. It was just, I always played football. You know, football was my life my very, very early on. And, um, you know, I was always very active as a child. Um, and that was my way of kind of releasing a lot of energy and, you know, probably tiring myself out, which helped my mum and dad. So <laughs> I think we're all the same, but that's how you get... You know, competitive. I hate losing. When I was young, hate losing. When I'm, you know, now still, you know, the age I'm at. But um, you know, earliest memories is just playing with my mates, enjoying it, running around the, you know, the playground and um, every break possible.
1: So as you got older, did you have any other plans for or for what you wanted to do when you left school, or was it just to be a professional football footballer?
0: It was always to be a professional footballer. Um, I was I even in school because I was always with football and stuff. And um, there was times when you know I'd always have to catch up and that at work because it was always good to and to have the grades and stuff. You know, just as like a backup. And um, but you know I always had one one goal and that was to be a footballer. Um, and you know I'm 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 uh, I'm fortunate enough to to be in the position that I'm in now. And um, so yeah.
2: I was a bit later, Joe. I, obviously, I I finished school um I didn't turn pro at football until I was 19 I think so really yeah yeah I had to have Not backup much. plans um I worked at Marks and Spencer's before <laughs> uh Christmas job just going through with the Percy pigs that like, <laughs> <"Meep." laughs> so uh yeah that gave me a bit of money then and then, uh, I took a year out to focus on my football but um before I got Dundee United I'd I'd applied to universities, colleges and things like that, but I'd have done something in sport, sports coach, PE teacher, something like that. So I probably had to have a bit more of a backup plan, but I was similar to Kurt in school. It was all about football, really. Do you know what I mean, it was all about sports. It was all about trying to be active. I wasn't I wasn't good at just sitting still in class. I'm sure, you know, my younger teachers would, uh, would agree with me there. So it was always football, but um, yeah, I probably had to have a bit more of a backup plan maybe.
1: Yeah, so, obviously, when you were younger, Rabbo, you played for Celtic, which was your boyhood team, and you were you were released for being too small. Aye, hey, all right, Joe! <laughs> no, sorry, come on, it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, how did, that, how did that feel, and did that make you more determined to succeed?
2: Yeah, look, um, you know, obviously, I was still young, um, you know, I was probably similar age to what you are now, you know, 14, 15. Um, and you know Celtic was like Liverpool is to Curtis and, and yourself and you know Celtic was everything to me um, you know still support them today um, but you know when you're you're kind of at that age you just kind of play with them and you don't you know I don't think you expect anything to really go wrong do you know what I mean you just kind of play football and you don't know you know how serious that it can get but that was the first time I ever had somebody that doubted me do you know what I mean? yeah. Celtic was changing a bit then you know a new kind of head of youth came in and clearly didn't fancy me and um, that was the first time you know somebody doubted me as a footballer so it made me determined to to prove him wrong Um, you know I've had I've had more doubters along the way of course I have but you know the more they get the more I want to prove them wrong so um, I was already pretty determined I wanted to achieve a dream of playing football professionally and um, but that just gave me a wee bit more wee bit more fire in my belly, I think, and um, got me through a couple of tough years. And then, um, you know, luckily everything fell into place. But it was uh, it was down to hard work, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. You also played a lot of lower league football. Do you think that helped you to become the player that you are today?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I always I always say it because I look at you know I look at Curtis, I look at Trent, you know that have went through the the kind of youth academy and. There's no easy way to becoming a professional footballer, you know, there's different paths everyone takes, different routes and there's no easy way but, you know, the route I took I really enjoy, you know, being able to play in the the lowest league in Scotland, um, learning so much in that season, you know, toughening up probably, um, being able to handle myself a wee bit more and then, you know, I only lasted one season and then um, obviously go to Dundee United which the SPL isn't you know, the same standard as the Premier League. So that was another education for me, another part of my journey and yeah, I think it, it definitely toughened me up. It definitely made me realise what football was like, what you know, it's a it's a cutthroat industry and um you had to be tough. You had to look after yourself and um, you know, that certainly gave me a bit more a bit more bite on the football pitch, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so to, this is probably aimed at both you do you do you miss playing in the park with all your mates without any pleasure?
2: I still do. I still do. When I go up to Glasgow, I still do it as <laughs> I well. Still I still, I still go at the five side pitches and have a kickabout with my mates. I, you know, um, I love it. My mates are probably a bit unfitter than they used to be, that's for sure. But um, look, I don't think you ever lose it. Nah, you no, know, It's the same, but I yeah. don't think you, I don't think you ever lose wanting to play football. You know, in I the summer I get bored, it. and I just want to play with my brother or play with my mates, and I'll just you know I'll, I'll take I'll go down to the park. So. Um, not as regular, but we still do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So moving on to as Liverpool, the city and its people. So what do you love about Liverpool as a city?
2: Do you want me to speak from me, or are you? Gonna I can speak answer, and from... then you can say what you because mine's Go on then. published. I think you know what you've touched on, Joe, is the people for me because coming down from Scotland and coming from a you know a city like Glasgow for me it was very hard to always find. Um, people that were very similar. Um, and I think, you know, Scousers and, you know, people from Liverpool are, are very similar to Glass Regions. Do you know what I mean? And it makes, it made me feel at home straight away. It made me be able to connect with the people connected to the club, such as the fans, the staff that work here, the, the communities around. And I think when you play, you know, obviously, I've moved clubs so I can, but I think it's important that you connect with the club. And for me, this was definitely the easiest because like I said, you know the people in Liverpool and the people in Glasgow are are, are very very similar, and and that's what made it so easy for me, and my family to settle in. Yeah,
0: Sounds I'd say that. the same thing as well, though. If I'm honest, I'd i like, I've always said this, like it doesn't matter matter if you're in London or Scotland or anything. I think I think if you see a sc- a Scouser or at all, like you hear the Scots accent, and then scousers like always kind of like click up. It's always like a family thing, um. So that would be like my main thing that I'd say.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, playing footy with your mates and uh, you just look, you just look like mates on and off the pitch. So does that, does that help?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I'd say. I mean, you know, you know, for like a young lad that and that's came in a team, you know, you what you wanna find and find your feet in that as soon, as soon as possible. Um, and having the likes of Robbo, Trent. And all I know them have, have 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 been around me and they and, and have guided me well and um and I settled in well, I settled in fast and um and that was just a joy.
1: It, it's obviously me playing for Bootle. Um that's what that's what the best part about it for me as well, like playing with your mates, everyone's dead friendly, dead friendly around you. That's that's what helps making you feel in like a in like a comfortable surrounding and that. So that's the best part about it, isn't it? Here's a
2: question for you, Joe.
1: Go on. Pool or Liverpool? <laughs> oh, I can't put me on spot like that, come on.
2: Well, I just have. Oh, it's okay. your podcast, you need to answer it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes, yes! Good job! job. Love it! Got it, haven't I? So, do you know, uh, obviously in like the WhatsApp groups and that, there's obviously probably lots of videos and gifs around there. Does, does that stuff get sent to you quite a lot? Like around the WhatsApp groups?
2: Uh, we're obviously in a big one from the kind of training ground it's mostly the gaffer just putting in <laughs> the gaffer <laughs> loves putting in videos to be fair um, Coffee orders, Coffee. Uh, well, the coffee orders are big So we play young v old before every game and whoever's the worst player in the losing team has to go get coffees so we always put in our coffee orders and uh, Trent or Abu has to go and get it usually it's usually, <laughs> wor- it's usually between the two so um, but no you know the the thing is, we're around each other so much that when we go home, we don't want to speak to each other. So the group chats are probably relatively quiet. But you know, obviously, we've had a bit of time off last week, and you know, the group chats were probably a wee bit more lively because you know we're round each other all the time. So you start missing each other, of course you do.
1: Yeah, definitely. Caters for you as well as obviously a video out there if you went reacting to a win, going what a win that was then.
0: Let me let me put that out there because I always see this year and what a win that was. Then it's making this I was told to to basically say a lamp, but then I didn't think that that's how Scouser would kind of speak. So I've put it into like my own way. I didn't think anything of it. It was after the I don't even know what we played. It was after like a game, and all of a sudden it's become this. massive. I'm not sure. <laughs> <Bro, sorry. laughs> you've never seen it. It's become like a massive like viral thing. As soon as we win, I just know on my Twitter, I mean, what a win that was. then Reds. After every but that's a video of me. Ask my,
2: my caption after the next <laughs> one.
0: No, but it's a selfie video as well. I'm saying oh, it. it must have ones. been like one of my first games. I didn't have a clue what was going on, and they gave me a line, and it didn't really sound like that's how I would speak. So I was like, "Now nah, I'm gonna say my own thing," and I've said it.
2: And from then it just went viral. I didn't even feel, I didn't think anything of it. It was mad. Thing is, Joe, the, the staff behind the cameras at Liverpool always trying to stitch us up. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah. ask us to do stuff like that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, man. So obviously sometimes
2: we get stitched up.
1: <laughs> so I was watching that video. I mean, the way you obviously saying you put it across is it's got to be one of the scousest reactions to a win ever. It's Gotta be. What
0: I'm trying to do. You know what just I mean? representing it. Just representing it.
1: <laughs> do, do you like it when the stats stuff gets sent to you, or because it gets so sent to you a lot, does it do your head in?
0: Nah, it's a laugh, is it? Yeah. It's, part, yeah. it's part of the game. Well, I mean, it, well, especially if you win. You know what I mean? It's always just a laugh and a bit of a buzz. Um, but if you lose, of course, you're not gonna see and see it. And you know, there's, there's 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 probably times when you know the comments aren't great and stuff. So if you ever lose or anything like that, I just stay and stay away from like the social part of the stuff. And um, but I think that's normal anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. So you lads do so much media work, like with the press and that. So what's the one question that you get asked, played, made much the most, or like the question you get asked that you hate the most?
2: How many assists are you on compared to Trent? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. (laughs) To be fair, like, every game's different. Do you know what I mean? So you get get answered quick, you you know, you get asked questions different to the results in every game. Um, Obviously, just now, it's a bit like, you know, after every win, can you catch Man City? Can you do this? Can you do that? And it's, you know, again, you can... you know, you can only answer it so much because at the end of the day, you need to win games. The the gap's still, you know, big. Man City are still in the driving seat and everything like that. So you can only answer it so much. But you know, we understand that the journalists have to answer the ask these kind of questions. You know, they have to put it out to their viewers and things like that. But like I said, that's where you get used to answering these questions. You get better at answering them, um, and it's just about you know trying to protect yourself in them, really.
1: So obviously if this is something I wanna do and I go all do they doing interviews and match the portrait you do at Bootle. So is um is there any advice uh, for you that could make this for me more enjoyable?
2: Don't do it. (laughs) 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 Nah, I think like like we've came across good reporters, you know, not so good reporters, everything like that. I think as long as you can kinda connect with the player I always think that's important you know when i think with the best people i do interviews with it's always best that you know they connect to you as a person not yeah, yeah, a footballer yeah. as such do you know what i mean yeah. i know they're asking footballing questions but you can still talk to them as if we're not robots do you know what I mean and i think more just like a laugh and like a flow you yeah. know what i mean just like and not repetitive questions yeah. do you know what I mean mix it up <laughs> like yeah. if you say for instance we hope you you do it as a job and say you cover liverpool every single game you know don't ask don't ask Klopp the same questions all the time because he will go through you. He won't be happy. Ah, <laughs> you. Are yes, you exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just got to mix it up. I think you've just got to do your research, mix it up, ask the right questions, but you know, be relatable to the player as well.
1: Now, have you got any any questions you want to ask me?
0: I do. Yeah, personally. Yeah, go on. I want to ask you is who has been the best people on your podcast?
1: Oh, best get. Oh, I mean, I've had a couple. Like, I've had a couple. Um. I interview one, one well, lads, oh, oh, oh come on, gotta be used to hasn't it, gotta okay. <laughs> got be, gotta be. I to get up walk out there! Oh come on, on. gotta be used right. to. Right,
2: who's your dream interview? <sighs> Doesn't
1: have to be Liverpool, anyone? I mean Liverpool, um, probably, obviously Jamie Carragher would be like a, was a big kiss because what growing up, I was only see briefly him. Man, I was just him on the telly on Sky Sports and that. Steven Gerrard, obviously, is one of them, is me is my childhood hero personally. What grew up idolising him and all sorts, so it's got to be one of him. It's got to be one of them too.
2: Stevie, Jamie, if you're watching this, listening to this, get on the podcast.
1: <laughs> Thanks for that. That's uh, all I
2: can do for you. It's the best I can do. <laughs>
1: Sounds. uh lads, that's all questions I've got for you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to do this with me today. I, I do appreciate it more than anything.
0: No, thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Samesy! So, <laughs> <laughs> man, Joe. Thanks very much for that. Keep enjoying your podcast, OK? Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! Joe, 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 Joe. I can see we're getting a tap in the shoulder there.
0: Do you want to do this? Joe, just before you go, our family partner, Joy Baby, I've got a little gift for you. To help take your podcast to the next level. We're
2: talking about the next level. We're talking about Carragher, Gerard. <laughs> That's the next level. So, Joe, they're, they're kindly going to pay for some brand new equipment so that you can keep doing your brilliant work. You tell us what you need. New mics, whatever, and they'll sort it out. So what I would suggest is just write down everything. If your family need a new sofa, new (laughs) tellys, new house, anything, write it down and try your best to get anything.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant, lads. Thank you very much. Yes, true (laughs) My guy. (laughs) Thanks, lads.